Hello, I'm Yolanda Brown and this is LPO Offstage, the podcast that gets down to the nitty-gritty of the lives of musicians and their world in classical music with the members of the London Philharmonic Orchestra. And welcome to Series 7 of LPO Offstage. I don't know where the time has gone. It's great to be back after a short break and we can't wait to show you what we've got in store. Now, I am at London's Royal Festival Hall, so you might hear some people in the background, maybe some trains as well. I'm not quite wearing my Santa's hat. I've got some sequins for the occasion. Here around the table, there's some very impressive Christmas outfits because today we are talking all things Christmas. I'm joined by the harpist Rachel Masters and trombonist Mark Templeton. Welcome back, Rachel and Mark. So wonderful to have you here. (laughs) (laughs) I do need to just describe the scene a little bit for our podcast listeners. I've got Christmas hats, we've got baubles on the earrings, we've got Christmas tree glasses, Elves on jumpers. Oh, wonderful Christmas jackets. It is a festive thing around the table here. It's brilliant. Thank you. You got the assignment. Well, my first question to you was going to be, do you get Christmassy? But I'll scrap that off the list. And um, <laughs> uh, Rachel, can you tell me, what's your earliest musical Christmassy memory? Oh, crikey. I'm the foggiest. I suppose school. That would have been it, really, wouldn't it? School is where we sort of first get into playing Christmas songs, spreading well, Christmas cheer. Everybody wants to be the Virgin Mary, don't they? And I, I didn't stand a chance with that one. <laughs> I played I played Tiny Tim in a Christmas Carol at primary ah, school. I think yeah. I had a little song to sing, and uh, my parents tried to get borrow a crutch from the hospital, but they said it was health and safety; they couldn't do it. So my dad made me one out of a, a little wooden crutch. Oh. So yeah, so that was my first kind of doing something kind of like on, on the stage Christmassy. But but also I remember because I, I sang in the church choir and all that sort of stuff. So I remember the Chris Dingle services when you, with the oh, orange, yes. oh, the orange. carrying an orange with... A with candle on the top. A candle. <laughs> <laughs> I went carol singing because I, I was involved in a, in a church choir as well. And we used to stand near the lamppost and sing and then go and collect money. I used to enjoy that. Yeah, I used to enjoy singing in the, the Christmas services. My, my dad was an amazing kind of bass baritone voice. And before my voice broke, I got really jealous of all the harmony lines and everything oh. like that. So, like, as soon as you got to, to progress through the choir and you could sing the, the descant in O Comely Faithful, that was just like, yes, I've arrived. <laughs> I've made yes. it. <laughs> You're both really smiling when you tell me those memories. How does it feel for you to be able to share that Christmas cheer? Your performance is making others feel Christmassy and get into the, the time of year. I think um, when, I was, when I was young, I used to do a lot of concerts and, you know, they'd have all this Christmassy music and they'd have a harpist doing stuff, which usually, usually was me, and I'd play the odd Christmassy solo and then we might do the Ceremony of Carols, Britain's Ceremony of Carols, which is a gem. Mm. And if you're in a really beautiful venue, like, I mean, I, I'm lucky enough to have had access because of this to some wonderful places. I've played Christmas concerts in many a cathedral, many an Oxbridge College chapel. And when you do the full-on Christmas concert in a really special venue with a really good choir, that, that does it for me. I, I always feel very, really nostalgic around Christmas because it is one of those things, it doesn't matter what religion you are, I'm not, I'm not Christian anymore, but it's, it's irrelevant. It, it takes me back to sort of simpler, easier, nicer times when you, you, you look forward to getting out of bed and opening presents and, you know, Christmas music, just the way they're composed. I mean, there's, there's so much kind of magic in inverted commas in, in, in all music that mm. things that happen in, with harmony changes and, and shifts that 
to the layman are, are simply magic. They yes. are just magic. And even to me, as a non-layman, it's these magical moments that just take you places. And, and, some, and some of the carols are just glorious and just yeah. take you to a really happy, happy place, regardless of what's going on. Absolutely. You know? yeah. No, you're spot on. Yeah. One other thing I wanted to say about carols, actually, is this whole thing about singing with people. Mm. And I yes. think that's one of the great aspects about, about, about carols. People talk about it these days, the, you know, the joy of singing in a choir. And singing with a lot of people it, it does something for you it's a very it's a very heartwarming thing it absolutely is it's almost yeah. like having the excuse of christmas allows people to just really get into it yeah because there is there is it's good for our mental well-being it's great for community to sing together yeah. if you try to do it sort of in february people would be a little <laughs> bit less singing with less gusto i find yes. a christmas yes. carol concert is always yeah. a lovely one yeah yes. we, we do every every year the brass from the london philharmonic orchestra and the london philharmonic choir we do carols in waterloo station so this year it was on the 6th of december we do it for save the children and we always raise a few thousand pounds and we, and we get all of our friends from all the other different orchestras kind of come along as well so there might be people playing from eno or from the rpo or from you know the lso or, and and all of our freelance buddies as well come down so we'll we'll have like you know, anywhere between eight or 12 trombones and four tubers wow. and 12 or 13 trumpets, plus the LPO chorus. And so where we are, I mean, come, come along next year, folks. Um, <laughs> wherever we are in Waterloo Station, the galleries are full and people are singing and it's brilliant. I take a lot of uh, jingle bells uh, and, and pass them out to the kids when we do oh, Rid of the Red Dose Reindeer and all that sort of stuff. And, and we, yeah, we have a very jolly time. So in yeah. essence, this is Christmas busking we're talking about. Yeah. Performing in a, in a public space yeah. just for passers-by. Yeah. What sort of preparation goes into that? Or do people just rock up and you're just there to have a really good old time? Uh, yeah, that one. I mean, all, the, all, all the preparation go, is, is mainly our really hardworking crew that makes, make sure that we've got music stands and all that sort of stuff. Make sure the music's there, which one year didn't happen. But um, Tell me yeah. more about that. Well, like that here was, on LPR off stage. It was... Um, we, we arrived to play with the box of music and none of the trumpet parts were in the, were in the box. So since that year, I think the, the music has been checked, you know, well, well in advance. Checking this list and checking you know. it twice. Um, but, yeah. And is there a difference for you in that style of performance compared to sort of what the LPO is known for doing? Are you, are you approaching it differently? Are you thinking about the audience differently or is it just... Oh, I do, I, do, I do loads of... Basically, I, I, mean, I mainly kind of pretend to conduct because it's just with the chorus there and, and, and everything and just cheering people on and asking people to make donations, you know, and, and, and all that and occasionally pick up the cymbals. And um, it's why we've got so many trombone players coming, which means I don't have to play. So I basically just dance around and, and be silly, which, which, which I really hate doing, obviously. <laughs> don't believe a um, word of that. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, while we're talking about busking, any busking tips, first of all, in the cold months, any sort of things that you have to take with you? Mittens. I know you, yeah, mittens, mittens. although that's quite hard for some instrument players. You, well, fingerless mittens. Fing, yeah, fingerless yeah. mittens and trumpets. Yeah. Trombone, trombone, you can play with a boxing glove, it's fine. <laughs> um, uh, no, I think wrap up very warm. Make sure you've got some simple uh, sort of harmonies. Me and my friend used to busk from the um, Salvation Army books um, because they were nice, sort of clear lines. You've got a, you've got a, a, a nice, proper bass line and a, and, a, and a proper kind of melody line. But then we would kind of just muck around with it as well. So I would say, if, if, you, if rather than playing the same verse over and over again, maybe take a second verse, play a different dynamic, you know, um, um, invent a little kind of like Alberti bass, you know, yeah. you, you can you can muck around with it. To, and, and but the thing is, because you're doing it over and over and over and over again, 
you, you kind of, yeah, you work stuff out and, yeah. and you have fun. You keep it, keep it interesting. Now, tell me about the audiences, because, I mean, throughout the year, you're touring around the world, playing to different audiences in world-renowned venues. And then it gets to Christmas. And do you find that the audience changes when you look around the, the hall that you're playing in? Yeah. If you're doing a, a Christmas spectacular, it's going to be very different. You know, a lot of the concerts we do are pretty highbrow. But, you know, some people, they push the boat out at Christmas, don't they? For so many people, it's possibly the only chance they do do that, particularly in these difficult times we have these days. And so people are out for a good time and you want to make sure that they go home feeling they've had one. It's very important. So on the whole, the audiences are more relaxed and probably a bit looser and ready and willing to take whatever gets chucked at them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you say, it's actually, yeah, it's a lot of people's uh, only taste of full orchestra yeah. kind of playing, I suppose, yeah. yeah. When it's a concert at a highbrow, it means that there, there's a little bit of form and, and people aren't meant to clap after movements and things like that. But in these gigs, yeah, anything goes, really. It's a, a great way then to, as you say, be introduced to the orchestra, be introduced to repertoire and maybe come again during the year. Yes. And talk about your favourite music for the season okay we've got our traditional christmas carols which i'll delve into a bit more a bit later but is there any repertoire that you're like i'm so glad this comes out around this time of year every year well the ceremony of carols by benjamin Britten is the thing for all harpists it's a wonderful piece it lasts about half an hour and was written for treble choir i was going to say boys choir but in these enlightened days That's you right. know it might actually be girls Wonderful setting of medieval carols. Uh, it starts off with an unaccompanied procession into the venue and then the harp accompanies all these carols and then there's a central movement which is just a harp interlude and then they finish and then they recess at the end and it's absolutely magical. It's beautifully written. It's, it's a really, truly wonderful piece and we're very lucky to have it in the repertoire. So that's what I look forward to. Uh, how about for yourself, Mark, your favourite orchestral piece? Or is there a composer that you think writes really well for this season? Uh, I do quite a few concerts with brass groups, just brass groups and, and, and choir, because uh, there's some fantastic sort of John Rutter pieces of music and that have been you know, arranged for kind of brass ensemble. One of the carols that I really, really love playing, especially in that, that group, is the, is it the Star Carol. Yeah, that one, yeah, that one, yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's beautiful. It's really lovely. It's really for the introduction. I think, I think it's Star Carol. To Bethlehem to see this. It's probably not, yeah. but it's one of well, these. That one, yeah. You both can see it. Whatever it is. But it starts off really twinkly. It's fantastic. It's lovely. Things like that. But also the Wilcox settings of the big pieces. So like A Comedy Faithful and Hark the Herald both got massive big brass fanfare introductions. Yeah. But they're, they're great as well. And, and they're scored for organ as well. So if there's not an organ on, it's even better because then we get to fill in you all the organ fill. lines as well. <laughs> um, but my ultimate favourite is Leroy Anderson. Uh, Christmas Festival, yes. which I think we are definitely playing on the 16th, nice. which has got some amazing harmonies when it gets to the uh, Come With Faithful. And I remember that all the... And it goes thing like that. And, and, I, and I remember loving that so much that when I went busking, I tried to put that, that bass line in to a mate sort of playing, and it really, it really it doesn't work. It, it really doesn't work <laughs> <'cause> <laughs> just, just, when it's just a melody line. I was really, really unhappy that I couldn't make it fit. But yeah, I think just, just when it... I just love it when it's, all, when it's over the top. 
Yeah, you know, and it it's can just be. big and massive, and and you know, and, and and yet again, the audience gets it and they go, "Whoa!" <laughs> you know, it's another one. Yes. <laughs> another Christmas banger. Yeah, yeah. A Christmas banger, absolutely. <laughs> Actually, I've just remembered a Christmas thing that I've done over the years and really enjoyed, and that was an annual Christmas concert at St Paul's Cathedral with an orchestra and some fantastic thespians who would come along and read some secular and some sacred readings interspersed with music and that was really really special I remember that and that for me that was normally sort of middle of the month and that for me was usually the start of Christmas. That, that makes sense because yeah. then you've you've had a really nice introduction to it as well. Yeah, yeah. Do subscribe to the podcast via your preferred method you'll find it on all major platforms just search for LPO Offstage. And the LPO's current season is now available to book at lpo.org.uk. Life as a musician. I like to delve into this and the podcast. It's a hectic time. I mean, people do need music at Christmas time and we are the musicians. So how do you juggle personal life with playing Christmas concerts? Do you, I don't know, do you bring the family into it? Do you say no to certain things? How do you juggle this time of year which is for friends and family, but also spreading good cheer through music. Well, the thing is, being musicians, as you progress through profession, and you don't get paid more, you just get offered more work. So it gets to a point, well, you know, if I take these gigs on, that'll pay for that. And if I yes. take that gig on, that'll pay for that. And it's a, it's a, it's a simple equation. Yes. Um, I mean, uh, this year I'm actually working on Christmas Eve, but it's a, bit, but it's a very nice thing. That'll be, that'll be fun. Um, but, and it's in the daytime, so, you know, so it'll be out of the way before, before any present wrapping needs, needs to be doing and everything. Good. Um, like that you took that into consideration. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, 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 for, but us, for, for what we do, like I said, we, we don't often have, you know, sort of Christmas concerts quite late into the, into the season. So normally we're all, all, we're all done by, you know, sort of I think it'd be really nice if we were doing Christmas concerts just maybe a week or two before Christmas. Yeah. I, I wouldn't mind that. But I used to play on Christmas Day. I used to play in uh, a load of background music in loads of hotels in London. And, yeah, I'd play on Christmas Day and uh, get paid double. There is that. <laughs> I'm sorry to be mercenary, but, Not you know. Not at all, no. Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't mind if we were kept the Christmas jollity closer to Christmas. Yes. And actually, whatever happened to the 12 days of Christmas? Now, for podcast listeners yes. who've heard about Bus 3 before, we've talked we about singing on Bus 3. We have talked about Bus 3, I've booked my so, seat already, yes. So, when we're on tour around Christmas time, doing the German tour, sometimes we, we'll have a, a bus journey like after a concert to a, to a hotel that's maybe an hour away, and that's when we really get singing. Or two. Um, but um, <laughs> but, we, but one, one of the songs we sing is, is the 12 days of touring. Oh. to the tune of 12 Days of Christmas. And Simon Estelle normally leads it, our contemporary player. And he'll basically, when we get to each event, it's just a person from the orchestra. So, for instance, where, where we're sitting, it, it, it depends how it goes. So it's normally like, you know, uh, Anne McEnany, <laughs> Paul Beniston, uh, Lyndon Meredith. And then one tour, we had an oboe player called uh, Jenny Brittlebank. Um, um, and, 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 and I, I knew she was Jenny, but I didn't know her name was Jenny Brittlebank. Um, I don't think she knew many, loads of people in the orchestra. But when we'd done like 12 verses, and, it, and, it, and it, or when she was sitting next to Lee, our tuba player, so it would always go, everyone in unison would, would go, Jenny Brittlebank. And an LFT. Yeah, because it was perfect, Jenny Brittlebank. Um, and uh, it was, yeah, it was, that, was, that was quite fun. I've never heard that song yeah. the same again. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Okay, so bus three at Christmas. So tell me, what does the LPO Christmas season look like then? Because you've said it's not busy, but then you've got the busking, you might be on tour in Germany, you've got this year, you've got some Christmas concerts all the way to the 17th. What does the season look like? Well, well actually, we quite often go to China on the 27th of yeah, December, yeah. don't we? What? Yeah, yeah we sometimes do a new, yeah. new Year's concert in, in China. Yes, we've spent many... Uh, I mean, uh, actually, I hate that. You know, you, you just... You just shut down and you've got a bit of quiet time and the phone stops ringing and on the 27th of December, you have to go to wow. China. Sorry. But, yeah, I, I know, it's yeah. quite heartbreaking. I mean, yeah, when my kids yeah. were little, I, I, I did that once. And but when we, So we were my parents for the, the whole in Staffordshire and then we came back on the 26th for me to go to China on the 27th. When we came back on the 26th, and my son was just over one year old uh, and we came back and the and the boiler had gone and oh, it was no. really really cold oh, no. and basically we had to get someone to fit a boiler like before like new year's eve <laughs> i was off to china sorry oh, bye wow so there is a bit of a i mean it's still quite hectic then it can be so yeah can i mean this be, this yeah. i mean for instance we were also yeah. we're the, the bus quintet are going down to eastbourne we're, and there's an opening of a library we're, we're going down there to uh to play for that and then we play some Christmas music because obviously with our links with Glyndebourne and Eastbourne and the residency at Brighton as well, we've got lots of links there. So that's quite a nice thing to go down and and, and do that. Yeah, actually, I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to this Christmas schedule. Actually, it's the most Christmassy we've had for quite a while. Actually, it's quite nice. Okay, so I've held off this question because I first put it out to the LPO of stage listeners, and it is the question's very simple. What is your favourite Christmas tune? Now, while you have a little think, I'll look to social media. We have some amazing, <laughs> amazing things. God rest you, merry gentlemen, of course. Sleigh ride. Christmas karaoke here on LPL stage. Bach's Christmas Oratorio. Oh, crikey. How does that go? I don't play Bach. I'm a harpist. Carol of the Bells. Don't know that one either. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that one. It's a bit Harry Potter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, somebody else did say <laughs> Harry Potter Christmas music. That was that was one of yeah. them. Uh, I've also got Here the Nutcracker, of course. Uh, let me let you answer and I'll come back to these. Well, I'll bring a tone just down a little bit. After my father passed away about four years ago, uh, leading to Christmas, I was looking for kind of new new things to add on to the uh, tempos at home kind of, you know, sort of playlist. And uh, a song by Dolly Parton came on called Hard Candy Christmas, which is beautiful. And it's all about loss and everything around Christmas. And, you know, it's going to be a hard candy Christmas it's this year. And it's, and it's it's really beautiful. And it always always gets me thinking about my dad yeah. and stuff. But, it, but it's, really, it's a really nice one, Dolly Parton, Hard Candy Christmas, if you don't Writing know it. Writing that down it's, for my it's, own it's, playlist. It's a lovely one. Uh, but but for I'm a, I'm a, a big one in playlists um, in our house, and it'll be on the first of December. The you know, tempos at Christmas playlist will start, yeah. and it's got yeah Bruce Springsteen, it's got Harry Connick Jr., a bit of Bublé, yeah, you know, a bit of Ella Fitzgerald, but yes. yeah, yeah. yeah, Christmas yes. album yeah. really good. A bit of Diana Krall. Uh, yeah. oh, oh, I haven't done Diana Krall. No, we we, we tend to go slightly more up. We tend to go a bit more up. But she's done a Christmas album. It's absolutely essential. Oh, um, there you go. Ella Fitzgerald is just yeah. 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 It's in the bag. <laughs> How about for you, Rachel? What would be your favourite Christmas song? Uh, well, I was just thinking, is it, is it the Sons Day Carol? What Sons Day Carol then? Holly, Holly. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> they have us do at Christmas. Um, well, that's good. Well, we've had some really, this, is, this makes up a whole LPO offstage Christmas yeah. Christmas playlist here. We've got, you know, the classics Winter Wonderland, Last Christmas from Wham as well. We've got We Wish You a Merry Christmas. Well, we do wish you a Merry Christmas indeed. And thank you so much for all of the responses on social media. I wish I could have said all of your names, but we were literally inundated with messages. So really, really lovely. What would you say would be your dream Christmas gig? What would be my favourite Christmas gig? I, th- I think actually just uh, all the classic Christmas tunes, but mixed in with some like Christmas film music as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'd so, be nice. Yeah, yeah. So, if, yeah. so you've got a bit of, bit of Home Alone in there, a bit of E.T., because that's a very Christmassy movie. Maybe a bit of James Bond, because watching a James Bond film uh, uh, when, he, when he used to be watching those at, at Polar TV. Polar Express, a bit of... Yeah, a bit of Polar Express. Yeah. Oh, my kids love the Polar you Express. You see, I'm not that oh. much of a humbug. You know, that's <laughs> good. You've got the repertoire. So I've got the repertoire. Talk to me about setting. Where would it be? Would it be more sort of a busky kind of setting? Would it be more family? Oh, no, it's got to be inside because of the warm. <laughs> okay. Uh, and, what and, about the audience? Um, they can take their drinks in. And the interval should probably be about 40 minutes long, I reckon. Oh, okay. And make sure the um, the easiest music is after the interval. <laughs> okay. So it, know can only, be, it can only be that long if the orchestra can have a drink as well, you know. Well, that's, yes, that's, that's the reason. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. That's why the easier yeah, music is. Our priority is straight here. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah. Talk to yeah. me about uh, what venue... Yeah, as venues go, we're on brand and say actually Festival Hall because we, it's, it's, it's nice and jolly around here with all the lights and everything that, that are twinkling and the, and the Christmas market that we've got down there and, and the food market out front, yeah. uh, which might sell mulled wine as well. So, yeah, I, yeah I'd, I'd, go, I'd actually go Festival Hall, really. Good. And then you nearly answered my, my final prompt. I think I know what the answer is going to be, but best backstage snacks. Mince pies. It'd be mince yeah, pies. Yeah, mince pies every time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. But if you could find a way of, though, delivering them with custard as well. You can have whatever you name. Maybe you have, to have a dunk, maybe. Have a, have a little cup to dunk your... your, your or I would prefer brandy butter. Well, you can have brandy butter. Or Quancher cream. Oof. Oh. How about a selection? Of yeah, yeah. We could, you, could have a dip. you could have a row of dips, couldn't Lovely. you? Yeah. 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 Okay, I see it. I feel it. I like it. Good. Rachel, how about you? Your perfect Christmas gig. Oh, well, you've, uh, yeah, I've been thinking about that. It's got to be a big cathedral. It's got to be candles... It's got to be a procession. Do you know, I'm just thinking how I love the uh, festival of Nine Lessons and Carols that goes out on Christmas Eve. I think that's the vibe I'd be going for. But the church wouldn't be cold. Um, The church would be warm. And maybe there'd be sort of the waft of of sausages just drifting over the... I was going to say incense. um, (laughs) And um, a really lovely big cathedral... Uh, fantastic choir. Talk to me about repertoire. People who want to sing their hearts out. Yeah, so voices singing yeah. in the audience as well. Yeah. Repertoire. Uh, repertoire. What, you mean favourite carols or, or music or what? Yeah, whatever um, music you want. Well, what kind I, of music I mean, you John Russell, he, he's written a few banging Christmas carols yes. which come out and they never fail to inspire. But the old lovely ones, I mean, I love In the Bleak Midwinter, I the Tune. And uh, I was just talking earlier, actually, about O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, which has been sort of Anglicanized. It's not supposed to be a four-square thing. It's basically set on plain song. So... Which, of course, people can't do. But, I mean, just to listen to a singer doing that would be lovely. Oh, a bit of Ark the Herald. That's, that's all good, yeah, particularly if you've got a fantastic brass section. Oh, yes. Whoop. The tempo's um, going to be there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, 
And the trouble is Christmas concerts tend to have Nutcracker put in them and then that means that the harpist has got to play a cadenza and that's no holiday. Ah, oh, come that's on, it's beautiful. Well, well it's beautiful. got to be in the Nutcracker. first half of the concert so I can have a drink in the interval. <laughs> Don't put it halfway through the second half. Well, you know, you're in control of this dream gig. So that, that's how, So tell me about the backstage snacks. And I'm going to make sure that there's a lovely warm backstage. Because you'd said a cathedral, backstage at cathedrals and churches isn't always the best. So I'm going to make sure that's nice and snuggly for you. But what about the snacks? Well, let's have some nice soup. Oh, Let's have some nice warming soup. Mm. Sausage rolls, vegan as well as meat. Pigs in blankets? Pigs in blankets, yeah. None um, of you have asked for drink. Oh, well, I'm just, I'm just saying. What would be the Christmas drink? Well, anything, really. Yeah. <laughs> M- Mold cider is actually a new one I'll get oh. into. Mold cider. good, red wine, sherry, I mean, as long as it's dry, brandy, uh, port. Uh, oh, you'd have to have a hot vicar as well. I forgot to say that. Oh, well, of course, that goes when, when, without when saying. You, when you've got, when you've got <laughs> when the thing in the, the church, yes. you've got to have the hot vicar. Okay. <laughs> Back to the real world for our LPO offstage listeners who are thinking about, should I go to a Christmas concert? They said there's going to be orchestra there. Should I go? Should I not? Can you describe what the listeners can get from an LPO Christmas concert? W- uh, warmth. Not being in the warm, but but the warmth from an orchestra. And seeing an orchestra really kind of actually having fun. Mm. Yeah. You know, because people say that the, the orchestras look fuddy-duddy. I don't think they do. The way we normally dress in our tails and stuff, I think it's kind of, it's quite nice that it's it's set aside and, and that's that's sort of what we wear for, for concerts. But I think um, what an audience would kind of see would be, yeah, an orchestra having a nice time. But it's actually kind of, we, a Christmas concert when the audience sings and stuff, even when they're not singing, mm. there's, a, there's a lot of sharing, you know, sort of going between the two. Nice. So I, th- I think, yeah, alien audience is coming to our our Christmas concerts we'll just have a very very nice time well Merry Christmas to you both and thank you so much for sharing it's been lovely to speak to you it has been a pleasure thank you very much a Merry Christmas Well, that's it for now from LPO Offstage with me, Yolanda Brown. Thanks so much to Rachel and Mark for an absolutely festive, joyful and fantastical moment here on LPO Offstage. And if you'd like to send in any questions to be featured in this current series, please email offstage at lpo.org.uk. Whether you'd like to know more about practice regimes or favourite touring food spots, that's offstage at lpo.org.uk. And you can message us on social media also at London Philharmonic Orchestra. I look forward to hearing from you. Merry Christmas. (laughs) 